All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of Just One Fern. As you can tell, Lucas is not here with me today because he sadly has COVID. Um, so sending all of our best wishes to him. Hopefully he gets better soon. But we have a very special guest on, someone that we've been waiting to get on for a long time. We're so, so happy that he's able to come on with us right now. We have Will Reigns. You might know him as Willie Eilish on TikTok and Instagram. You probably know him best from his uh pickup line videos, his dad joke videos, all the good stuff. I can't listen to Return of the Mac without thinking of you now. I don't know if that's a compliment. Uh, dude, it, I, it's a compliment for sure. But man, that song and then the joke is on you song. They will haunt me till my grave. <laughs> it's like yeah, 100%. It's hard to even listen to them now anymore. You just like, yes. throw them on the video oh, yeah. and mute your, mute your phone for a minute. <laughs> but thank you yes, so much for coming exactly. on, dude. I, I appreciate it so much. How have you been? How are things going? I know you took a little break there from social media. You had a lot of stuff going on. How are you feeling now? We back in action, ready to ready to go? Yes, man, it's been crazy. Uh, so I actually just got back from vacation. Uh, my wife and I have been married for nine months, 10 months, but we've been together Congrats. for five years. Thank okay. you. Um, and we decided, you know what? We're going to go on a cruise. We're going to have a good time. Uh, the beginning of the year was just really tough. Um, you know, COVID obviously was crazy right around December, January, yeah. and yeah. February was rough. I, I just got a new job. But anyways, I'm at the point now where it, I just hit a million followers on TikTok, which is yeah, crazy. That's nuts, that, dude. That's so that, cool. Well, and it was I, for the longest time, I thought, okay, I'm going to do this big thing. I'm going to celebrate. I'm going to do like a whatever. Well, I I hit it when I didn't have internet connection. And so oh I was God. on a boat in the middle of the <laughs> Gulf of Mexico. And then I come back and I'm like, oh, babe, I did it. Like, it, <laughs> we made it. That's and amazing. so we had, yeah, I, I, it's been great. It's been really surreal. You know, it's two and a half years been doing this, but yeah. you know, it's a, it's crazy how life just comes in seasons. And yeah. I have a feeling this is a, this is about to be a pretty dang good one. Nice. Well, I'm excited for it. And I'm, I'm excited for, for you that you, you know, were able to take that time for yourself. And then now, you know, back better than ever. Very excited yeah. for it. So I guess let's get right into the the beginning of the dad jokes and of the pickup line videos. Where was the idea from that? Where did that come from? Because like you said, you've been with your wife for so long. Where did all these pickup lines start coming up in your head where you were like, man, yes. like, these are hilarious. So that was the thing. I thought they were hilarious, but she thought, she thought they were terrible. <laughs> like she, just yeah. doesn't work. Does not work one bit. That's and so I cool. thought, uh, like, uh, all right, like, you got to give me a little props. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I think r truthfully, a lot of those jokes and a lot of those pickup lines by themselves mm -hmm. are terrible. Like they just are. Oh, just, I mean, yeah, they probably wouldn't work actually. Like in, if you never try to use it, but they're hilarious. no, like if I, I don't recommend anybody to slap on their bumble or Tinder to just start <laughs> using these. I've seen yeah. people send screenshots of like, Hey, I tried this and yeah. <laughs> it's not going to work. The dancing is what sold it. Yeah. And I was so gonna, I was uh, going to say, if anyone has like sent you their success rate with the, with the lines that you've used. Yeah. I, I've had a couple people send me stuff about how, you know, oh, I just used your last pickup line and it, you know, me and my girlfriend are dating. And then they'll send me a DM like two weeks later, like, never mind, we broke up. And I'm like, I guess <laughs> oh, they're not that no, effective. That's, that's like, so, I'm sorry. That's bad. Oh, man. Yeah. Jeez. But it was the dancing that sold it. I mean, I think it was. It's yeah. A, you got some moves. You got some pretty good moves. For a white guy, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Right, exactly. I mean, we, we can't all be Michael Jackson and have those moves. So, That's like, we got to do exactly. with with what we're given. You know, we got yes, all we got. A hundred percent. But what was the um, decision making process into those songs that you now can't stand? So, man, it's this is 
this is going to be really weird and, and kind of funny. So <laughs> I was, I don't know if I'm outing myself by saying this, but I really enjoy iCarly and I still do. I don't watch it Dude. as much anymore, but that's that was not, a banger that's show. yourself at all. It's a great show. Okay, it's cool. Fantastic. It's a banger show, right? Banger show. And I remember that episode where Jerry Trainer's character, uh, what's Spencer or whatever? Yeah, is yeah it? I Spencer, forget. Okay, yeah. yeah. I remember that video where he's just danced along to that song. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that is such a banger. Because I'm a musician too. I play drums. You know, yeah. I've done some like lo-fi stuff mm-hmm. that I've put out. But like that song just like, it just pedals on that G major the whole time. So it's just yeah. so uplifting. It gives me like that uh, Carly Rae Jepsen, Call Me Maybe vibes. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe this was a little a before classic. its time too. Carly Rae that Jepsen is, a classic. is extremely underrated. And I want everyone I agree. to know Our producer, Kenny, he's like Carly Rae Jepsen's number one fan. And he completely shifted my view of her as a musician. She's amazing. She's so good. You and 100% have to send me new stuff from her because I, I would be more than happy to listen I to it. I would definitely do that because it's it's awesome. Yeah. But anyways, to to answer your question, I just thought, hey, this is a really fun song. And I think that if I just dance along to this and add some type of text, I didn't even know it was going to be dad jokes. I just thought this is a fun song that I saw circling around on TikTok. Let me just use this as the anthem for this series. And so the dad joke constant series was born and it didn't take, it was the third iteration where I had my first viral video blow up. And it was actually yeah, the day I moved yeah. out of my parents' place. Oh. I was like packing up all my stuff out of my room. Yeah. And so I had all this like free space laying around. So I'm like, oh, I guess I'll just like film a TikTok in my room. Yeah. And it got two and almost two and a quarter million views in 48 hours. Insane. I mean, that's insane. That's crazy. I also feel like part of the success of these videos has to be just the simplicity of it. Like there's obviously there's a lot of work that goes into the videos, but it's also just like, there's nothing crazy going on. It's just like funny watching you do your thing. And then some text to read. It's awesome. It's just, I don't know art sometimes because making videos and comedy and that's art. And so the creation of it and the curation of art is sometimes put, there's too much in it, right? Like people go overboard with it. And I like the simplicity of it. It's just, it works. Yes. Yeah. I, I think that TikTok, especially, um, they prioritize watch time. That's the main thing. They want to keep you at, on the for platform sure. for as for long sure, as possible. Yeah. And so I just took that mentality of like, okay, what can I, how can I do that with a 15 second video? Mm-hmm. And the thought immediately went to, well, you just put the punchline in the last second of the video. Yeah. That way the majority of people are, have, they've watched 93% of the video. Right. Cause the right. first 14 seconds, they've, even if the dancing is terrible and the joke is terrible, yeah, if yeah. I'm doing something to make people be like, like what's going on? Right. Like, like I need to stay to the they're end. They're gonna. I gotta yes, figure exactly. out what he's gonna say next. Yeah, I'm the same. Exactly. That's. I mean, when you have even people that are like telling stories, like sometimes I get trapped watching like a three minute TikTok because I'm. I gotta know what happens at the end of this story, or else I'm yes. gonna lose my mind. That's brilliant. Hundred percent. It's great marketing. Yeah. Hundred um, percent. But when so when you're telling a dad joke, this kind of goes to you know we'll start we'll get into your show as well and we'll start talking about waking up with Willie. But oh, let's go. What. When you're telling a dad joke, because I just recently watched um, one of your recent episodes with your friend where you guys were doing the serious or intense dad jokes. Yes. Yeah. When you're telling a dad joke, is it better to get a laugh or a groan? Oh, that's such a good question. It depends on your audience. I would say a laugh is more satisfying. Yeah. But if you get a groan, you know, it's that's people that are trying not to laugh, Mm -hmm. but they're like 
every fiber in their being is just trying yeah. to be. I feel like when you're I, grown, yeah. you're saying like, oh, I hate that that's so good. I like hate that that joke works. And yes, because <laughs> you don't want it to part of we're wired to not like dad jokes, but they're good. They work most yes. of the time. They do. And I think that it, it's something where the, that content it transcends any type of demographic. It's like, right, it doesn't yeah. matter if you're 16 or 60, you'll enjoy it. Yeah, And yeah. I, I think there's a huge win with that of just being able to create evergreen content that yeah. works for anybody that watches the videos that I make. Yeah, no, I agree with you 100%. And I think that what you're doing with your show, Waking Up Willie, is like, it encompasses all those demographics of people where they can enjoy what you're putting out. So like, what was the, or I guess, what is the goal for this show moving forward? Kind of stuff like that video of the intense dad jokes, or is it going to be more of a long form show? Cause I thought it was hilarious how you call it a morning show, but not recorded in the morning and it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. But what's the goals with that? Man, it, that's, I really appreciate you asking me that. Cause that's been something that's been just, floating around in my brain for months. Yeah. And it came, so I'll get a little real. It came to this, I came to this conclusion of like, hey, I have posted stuff and have danced around to this Willie Eilish persona for two years, mm -hmm. but I want to showcase more of who I am as yeah. a person and kind of what my friends are and the things that I like to do. Mm -hmm. And so waking up with Willie, the initial idea of it was, hey, let me create a morning show that almost has a feel of like kind of good mythical morning, but very low okay. budget. Yeah. And what can I do to make it to where this is uniquely me? And, and the thought was, well, I may not have a bunch of celebrity guests on my show, but I can yeah. get some of my homies or some yeah. of my coworkers yeah, exactly. and just completely unscripted and just go with it. And that's really the, that's been the, that's been the goal with it is, hey, you know what? These first three episodes, they've been really fun to do. Mm -hmm. And even though that I definitely don't have a big YouTube following, it's one of the things where like, this is a new challenge and it's something that I'm really passionate and excited about. Yeah. And if it's something to where the content is good enough to where, okay, you can put in some of these, uh, some of these clips and make them into TikToks, like, right. cool, that's a win-win situation. You just create yeah. a big old funnel of yeah. this is content that everybody's liking, no matter how long or how right. short it is. Right. Yeah. Do you find yourself enjoying this kind of content more than like your solo TikToks because you get to do it with like your friends and you're doing like a kind of interview, mock interview kind of styles? Do you like find that to be more enjoyable or is it just like a whole different ballgame? A hundred percent. Right now, I, I find it a lot more enjoyable because just like you said at the beginning, how I took that break from content creation mm -hmm. it, and I've taken two now that were, you know, over six weeks. One of them was six months. Another one was two months. Um, and it really came from like a creative burnout of like the first time it was, I don't want to be just the dad joke guy. I want to be able yeah. to post things that make me happy. Right. And then it became, okay, I want to showcase stuff that's more unique to who I am as a person. And so it's been really cool to just have this mindset kind of, excuse me, mindset evolve over, you know, these, these years and months mm -hmm. of content creation of like, man, I'm at a point now where being able to have like a studio to where we can make dumb content and then just decide yeah. on a whim, hey, let's let's do a dad joke off, which yeah. is just the funniest thing it's ever. So saying funny. that I, it's <laughs> like, it's off. just, yeah. yeah. Let's joke each other off. That was so funny. Exactly. That was, I was crying laughing. That was so good. That was, that was a quality line for sure. <laughs> it was a great line. Um, yes. So 
this is what is for the future then. Are you planning on having a bunch of other people interview with you and kind of getting, you know, reaching out past your friends? Or is it going to be kind of focused on you and your friends starting this new YouTube venture and kind of figuring out from there? I think it'll be me and friends for probably the vast majority of it. Um, I've made quite a few friends uh, in the content creation realm over the years. Um, and really, a, a lot of these relationships, too, I'm super thankful for them because they've helped me with videos, helped me with advice. Yeah. Um, and I would love to be able to figure out how to get to L.A. or North Carolina or wherever or even have people fly in to be able to, you know, be on this show. Right. But I think right now with this kind of infancy of where my YouTube channel is at, mm -hmm. I think once that starts to take off a little bit more and it can still be it's something that's getting more notoriety, I yeah. still want to keep that core of it like being me and my buds. Of course, yeah. And then if it changes into something where there is an opportunity to interview somebody that has some, you know, yeah, who's got some popularity, who's who's yeah. got some fame. I'd love to be able to get to that point. But um, for right now, it's just, it's nice to be able to keep it something that's very homegrown and just pretty chill, so. Yeah, that's cool, man. I I, I feel the same way. I kind of relate to you in that way where uh, I've been doing this podcast for a while now. I've been doing it for about a year and a half. And yeah. there's something about, we've only done one in-person show because me and my co-host, we don't live near each other. And so we started this in college and it's, it's grown since then, but we want to do more in-person stuff. And I think like watching your show in person, it like shows how important it is to be in person with someone to get that, yeah. you know, repartee when you're talking with them. And you know, the comedy works so much better when you can really get into each other's facial expressions and like play yes. off each other. And I yeah. think you and your friends do that really well. So I give you props for that and, you know, express it well through the camera. So I'm, I'm excited to see where you guys go with it. Yeah, me too. The, the next episode we're doing, I'm actually going to the climbing gym with one of my buddies tomorrow because okay. we're really into rock climbing. Nice. And I, I even DM'd the, the climbing gym that we go to and was like, hey, just want to let you guys know, I'm going to be filming a <laughs> episode of my show here. Uh, so don't be alarmed when I bring in, you know, a Sony a seven and some chairs that I'm yeah. just going to set up by the, the bouldering wall. So yeah. don't, don't worry. It's, it's all good. That's awesome. That's so, yeah. Fun. I mean, just finding places like that to do content is just fun in itself because everyone watching was always so confused and confusion is one of my favorite forms of comedy when people are just yes. like, what is going on? It's so funny to me. I love it. Yeah. Like I feel like there's, there's a, one of the things that I tell people all the time is if like they're just getting into content creation, like a big thing is, hey, how are you going to provide value? What makes you different and what would make people want to click on your stuff rather than anybody else? Right. Yeah. And for me, I thought, well, a morning show that's not filmed in the morning, the premise of that yeah. already is kind of funny to create that confusion that you right. were just talking yeah. about. But then also having it be like a, hey, this is just something to where it's not like a like the production value isn't like top tier by any means, you know, it's, yeah. it's literally shot in a makeshift studio. We have some decent cameras, but there's no script. There's no, like I do all the editing and the shooting myself. It yeah, is man. literally just, it's me. Yeah. And that's, there's something about that. That's, it's like humbling, but it's also like a super cool, just, Hey, this is something that we are creating. It's just like people right. yeah. doing stuff of like, this is unique to the internet as far as yeah. I'm concerned. Yeah. And as, and my opinion from just like doing this for a while now is that 
when you're doing it, as long as you're just like legitimately having fun doing it, I know it's like, it sounds cliche, but if you're just having fun doing it and like, who cares about the quality, you know, like if you're yes. just having a good time and there are people that, you know, if they watched it would enjoy it because you're enjoying it. It just, it changes the game. Cause I've watched shows where it's like, I don't feel like these people want to like either be on the show or they're just not having a good time doing it. And it comes right. across that way. But if you are just having a good time doing it, man, it doesn't really matter what you're doing or what content you're putting out. It's just, it's fun. And it yeah, comes across it, that way. Content is content. And I think that it's going to take so many different forms and evolve over the years of just like the internet just continually, yeah. continuously evolving. Right. Yeah. Um, so even like, it doesn't matter if it's a podcast or if it's a fake morning show or a TikTok. It doesn't, or even just like a, like just music in it by itself. Right. Like right. all of the content that's being produced right now, like being able to be a part of something, I think that is the silver lining with all of it. Because if you can be a part of something where it's like, hey, I created this and it may not be perfect, I think there's so much more just happiness that you get as a human being right. of like, I created something and it may not be perfect, but I think that the imperfections and the little things that make this content unique it's almost like charming in a way of like, this yeah. is something that you're yeah. providing for people. I don't know. Yeah. That's just kind of my take no, on it. I, I 100% agree with you. Um, but with the show, Waking Up Willie, I'm very excited to see what comes next with it. I want to kind of switch gears a little bit because I noticed that you're a baseball guy. Yes. And I'm also a baseball guy. Grew up a Let's baseball go. guy. But I'm a Yankee fan. Okay. And I feel like the majority of the world hates so I just wanted to I wanted to throw that out there first, get it out of the okay. way, just in case there was some tension there. If you don't like Yankee fans, but no, it's okay. You're a Texas Rangers guy. I am a Texas Rangers guy, and I was not a Yankee fan for a while, up until probably a month ago. And I can explain really? why. Please do. Yes, I'm very intrigued. Okay. I have a conspiracy theory. All right, Whoa. Aaron, I'm about to get so real. I can't All right, wait for this. we love conspiracy theories on this show, so this is perfect. Oh, let's go. All right, sweet. So here's the deal. You know how Derek Jeter was like, hey, I'm going to buy the Marlins, mm -hmm. like in 2017. Mm -hmm. And then just this offseason, he's like, all right, peace, I'm out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when Jeter hopped over to the Marlins, who did he trade over to the Yankees? He traded Stanton for four prospects that aren't even playing baseball right now. They're right. gone. They're either right. designated for assignment. They, they haven't even touched the majors. Right. And to me, I'm like, that just seemed like a little eh trade, a little, you know, going to your Yankees, whatever. Sketchy, yeah, it's fine, it's fine. And then Jeter left, and I'm like, okay, I guess maybe that wasn't all him. So maybe the hate, I can, you know, ease off the hate breaks a little bit. And then Joey Gallo has been a Yankee for you know a while. I'm yep. a big Rizzo guy, okay. so and Rizzo going to the Yankees, yep. I like that. Uh, and now Isaiah Conner-Falefa is a Yankee. Yep. Jose Trevino is a Yankee. Mm -hmm. uh, Ronald Guzman, I think, too, is a Yankee. Yeah, yeah, all, yeah. Of, all of these, like, kind of mid-tier Rangers players, these yeah. kind of, like, I wouldn't say, like, bottom of the barrel because I love all those dudes, mm -hmm. but they're all on the Yankees now. And I'm like, this is a dilemma where for the <laughs> yeah. longest time, yeah. like, going back to, like, 2011 when right. the Rangers and Yankees were in the ALCS together, yeah. and I was like, oh, snap, like, well, I don't like the Yankees. And <laughs> yeah, I'm at this yeah. point now where it's like so many players are on this team now. And they're like, they're pretty fun to watch because they mash the ball. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I like the Yankees. I wow. 
I feel like the the only team that I really just am not a big fan of right now is the Dodgers. Okay, really? And uh, just yeah, the Dodgers. I just just the Dodgers. Why? Why? Why are the Dodgers? Man, they're like the Death Star. Like I just feel like I can't root for them. <laughs> That's like, a great. Uh, they're, That's a <laughs> like someone is like, oh yeah, I think they're gonna get like ninety three wins this year, and I'm like, dude, they're gonna get like one hundred thirteen. Like they're gonna yeah. pass a hundred. They're they're too good. They yeah. they have the best lineup in baseball. Yeah, they're simple. like a super team, and it's kind of uh, yes, it's kind of annoying. I'm not a fan yes. of super teams when it comes to any sport, and I didn't think it was possible yeah. in baseball, but it's it's happening. And lo and behold, you get Freddie Freeman. Right, right. <laughs> and it's like, oh, that's not good. Right. Yeah. But um, so have you ever heard of the 999 challenge? I've not. OK, so this is a thing that my co-host and I are about to do. Um, OK. And I want to know I, I want to get your ideas of like strategies of how to complete this challenge. So what it is yeah. is nine innings, nine beers, nine hot dogs. Holy cow. And we're going to die. We're probably going to yeah. die. But I'm wondering how I should approach this challenge because I, I feel like I'm going to lose, but I want to get ahead of the game quickly so yeah. that I can, you know, I can look like I might win, right? Yes. So just create the illusion that I could win this game even though I know he's going to win. So I love this. What do we think? Uh, I, have, I have two questions Perfect. real quick. Hit me. First... Is there a specific kind of beer you have to drink? No. Like, what's the... Oh, hold on. My dog's about to freak out because my wife is... Yeah, anyways. Um, all right, here's my question. Yeah. What... Like, is there a specific kind of beer you have to drink for this, or can it be any beer you want? So I don't think there's any specific kind of beer. I'm assuming we'll pick the lightest one, because I, I think we'll probably decide, all right, which beer we're going to do, and then we'll okay. stick with that one. Like okay. we'll have to do so probably something light. I don't know, a random like a Miller Light or a Coors Light type of thing. Yeah. Okay. And then have you picked out what kind of hot dog you're gonna have? No. But here's the thing: can't be the big ones. It's got to be just right. a normal ball ballpark Frank. Like it. Yes. Really can't be anything else than that, or else I really would not be able to do it. Yes. And I feel like there's also the aspect of you don't want to get sick of it. Literally, as in like it just doesn't taste good anymore. Right. I okay. Here's what I think you should do. I, I have the strategy. Perfect. I've, I have also two strategies. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. First one. Mm-hmm. Treat it like three separate meals. Okay. Perfect. Your first first inning. I would probably. You don't have to go like the Joey Chestnut way of like dipping a hot dog in the cores or anything. Definitely yeah, don't do no, that. I couldn't do. Yeah, I couldn't do that. That'd be, that'd be terrible. But. I'd probably get as many hot dogs down as you can in that first inning and then wash it down with a couple beers. Give your stomach like a little time to rest so your stomach is right. like, whoa, what is happening right now? Okay, right. we can do this. Yeah. And then you get to like fourth, fifth inning. Mm-hmm. And I would probably, man, I, w- I would do uh, I do like three or four more dogs. Got it. And like s- just keep sipping beers, okay? Yeah, yeah. And then when you get to seventh, eighth inning, Power on through. That's yeah. strategy number one. That's great. Strategy, strategy number two. Oh, thank you. Thank you you. Save, the, save the beers for the end in that strategy. Most of the beers yes. for the end. Yeah. Kind of yes. That makes sense. I like that. So okay. strategy two. Strategy two is to eat it as fast as you possibly can. Yeah. That's what And I'm just thinking. like get it over with. Because your body will get so that you're gonna just stretch out your stomach. True. And I would say if you can 
if you can like take a big freaking glass or whatever yeah. and just pour three beers at a time and just scarf down three hot dogs and then just wash it down and just repeat that three times, I, I think that you could That's probably do that in the course of a half hour. I'd only be worried about the aftermath of when I, so I, if I do that, right, I just crank through them all as fast as I can. Yeah. And then I got to sit through the rest of the game feeling like I'm going to die. Whereas <laughs> if I have, if I have, <laughs> like, if we're doing the long <laughs> game, right? Like, long yeah. game, I have something, folk, I'm, I'm distracted. My body yes. is distracted by the goal, right? Whereas <laughs> if I complete the goal, and then I have possibly two and a half hours left of game. Yep. That's going to be tough for me. I don't know if I can that, do that. That's a fair point. That is a fair point. That'd be, that'd be a difficult situation to be in. Um, I, I think you can do it. I believe in I, fact, I might. I, I think that's all I really need. I need some, you know, belief. I need someone to gas me up so that I can do it. And I don't know. Uh, my yeah. co-host Lucas, he's a he's a bottomless pit. He can do. I know he that's, can do it. I respect that. So you know, I I think as a follow up, I I got to hear how this goes, and then we should do like a virtual version of this because I want if the if the Rangers and Yankees play each other, which I'm yes. sure they do at some point. I would love. That. We just we just gotta. That's what we got to do. That'd be awesome. I would totally do that. Um, are you, so you are in Texas currently, right? You live in Texas. Yeah, I live in, I live in North Dallas. Okay, cool. Nice. Well, hope, I mean, if we're ever in Texas, we'll definitely have to like swing by the studio and do some, please do some stuff with you. But uh, yeah, the, I'm, I'm very worried for this, but it was <laughs> something we were like, this would be really funny. And that's the whole point of the game, right? Yeah, that's the whole, that thing. is the whole point. This is fun. This might be funny. Let's do it anyway. Who cares? It's content too. If y'all are filming it or anything like exactly. that, beautiful content. Right, right. And and it's also you get to just enjoy a baseball game, and yes, that's you know America's sport. So have, are you yes. excited for the season? It's opening day. Happy opening day. Happy Is opening day. The Rangers are they ready? Are they going to be good this season? What's your what's your preseason? Um, I guess predictions for your team. All right. Uh, I think that the Rangers, the over-under on the Rangers right now is 72 and a half games. I okay. think they're going to hit the over. Nice. Um, I think it won't be by much. Mm -hmm. So I fall into this weird camp where I see them in the power ranking, pa excuse me, the power rankings at like 22, 23. Right. And I'm like, okay, that's fair. They can't pitch. They have maybe two pitchers and mm -hmm. that's it. Um, yeah. Sure, the, the, the lineup's getting better. Right, the lineup is getting a lot better, and the farm system's looking really good. Mm -hmm. Going to see Jack Leiter pitch on Saturday, very Hell excited yeah. about that. Yeah, be fun. Yes, that is going to be so much fun. Um, and then, man, I don't think they're going to hit the wild card spot, even with the extra playoff spot. Mm -hmm. I just don't think that they can realistically get to eighty-five games. Gotcha. I, I just don't think they can win eighty-five. Um, yeah. They may get close to 500, mm -hmm. but realistically, that would a lot of things have to go right. That means like Seager and Simeon have really decent seasons. And by decent, I mean like MVP caliber because that's right. kind of what we you, need. You kind of need that in order to get to that level. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. And if the team doesn't, you know, if we're not last in on-base percentage, then maybe something will happen too. Right. So that yeah. was that was tough last year, man. Yeah. I can. some of those games <laughs> that was rough and who, so who are like i guess who are your top guys on the team to look out for that could like pop off or that could you know could have a really great season and maybe mm. get you guys there nathaniel Lowe, dude 
Really? He, you can quote me on this right now. That man's going to hit 25 bombs this season. Okay. You can pin um, it. 25 we'll bombs. We'll clip it. We'll clip it right here. We'll put it up. Willie 25 bombs. That's awesome. Yes. I also think that um, they're probably going to end up calling up Cole Wynn at some point. I don't know if you, you do a bunch of minor league baseball. Uh, There's a minor league team. Um, so I'm from Syracuse, New York, and there is cool. um, the New York Mets, which is the farm team for the Mets. So I've like gotcha. only really ever known people that have gone through there. They used to be the Nationals farm team, but now they're the Mets farm gotcha. team. So I don't know a ton about the minor league system, but uh, only yeah, not a lot. But oh, good. sorry, continue with your, your thought. No, yeah. Um, Cole Wynn is one of the Rangers pitching prospects, and I think there's a very, very good chance that um, that he could be a Rangers Rookie of the Year. Not like the actual Rookie of the Year because yeah. Bobby Wood Jr. is going to win that. Um, but uh, I, I would say that there's a very, very high likelihood that Cole Wynn comes up and he pitches really well for the Rangers. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I hope so for you guys because I would like to have you all in the – in the playoffs. I think that that would be fun. And it'd be really fun. Like it's just as a sports fan. So I'm a, I'm a huge basketball guy. That's my main thing. Right. So basketball is my favorite sport. And I always like my team is Syracuse, obviously SU. And they were just atrocious this year. Like they were terrible. (laughs) They were so bad. And I came into the season with such high expectations. Yeah. I feel like next season I got to go in with just like, just kind of regulate my expectations, you know, like yeah, don't get fine. too excited. And I feel like you're at a good headspace with the Rangers right now where like you're going into the season, you're excited, but you're not like, you know, what, I don't know what's going to happen. It might not be the best right. ending, but you could be pleasantly surprised. Yes. They've caused me so much depression over the last six years. <laughs> right. Like <laughs> I, it's going it, to like it, it is what it is. Like yeah. we the the glory days of Josh Hamilton and Beltre and Michael Young, all those that is long gone now. Yeah. The the opening day roster, like the lineup, the only person that is going to be the same is Nathaniel Lowe. That's it. Wow. Everybody else is completely different. Yes, it's like it's dude. It's they cleaned house. Jeez. They they cleaned house. I mean that could. It could be a good thing, though, you know, like just to have a bunch of new guys in there that are, you know, they got nothing to lose and like just everything to prove for themselves. Like, I think that's not a bad situation to be in. Yeah, because it's like we were terrible. So get rid of all the terrible people and hopefully. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's not as bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get it. Yeah, I totally get it. And, you know, but so you're it, it is the Texas Rangers. Right. So and you don't have to be a Texas Ranger to be a fan. But I'm wondering if that might help you increase your fandom. So I've I looked up how to become a Texas Ranger, and I wanted to go through it and see if we could hit these. If like we could do, I yeah, let's see. Okay, I'm I'm so, here for it. Just quickly, you know, first off, you over 21. I am. Yes, You're a U.S. citizen. I am. Perfect. Look at that. We got two uh, right out of the way. Um, Look at that. You have to be part of the Texas Department of Public Safety. So have you ever, like, kept someone safe or saved an old lady, like, crossing the street? I'm sure I have at some point. I'm a pretty nice guy. I think that counts. Like, that has to be one of the boxes, right, that you can check. So obviously you could work for the Department of Public Safety, but if you help a lady with her groceries, that's got, I mean, you're keeping that person safe, right? We're checking the box. Easy. It's easy. Check number three, done. Um, 
This one's actually very interesting. Uh, you need um, the appropriate experience, and it says that ideally, you'll have experience including work with major crimes. Ooh. Have you ever committed a major crime? I have not committed a major crime. I ran away from the cops when I was 14. Perfect. That okay, works. cool. Great. I, that has to work because you're, it, maybe, well, what was the, why were you running? Okay, I was I was kissing a girl on a playground, and they thought that we had drugs, which we definitely didn't. No. But we, they were like, "Stop right there!" And I just ran. I would do the same thing. You know what? But, I could, major crime. Well, that that counts, right? It's a minor oh, crime. So I'm kidding. It's not a major crime. That but, you know what? I'll take it. It's another box checked, in my opinion. So that's all. That <laughs> there we oh. go. Four for four, baby. So, um, you uh, you have have to have been a trooper. Were you ever like a Boy Scout? Oh, no, I wasn't. Mm, I wasn't either, so I couldn't do that. Dang. Have you wa- oh, have you watched the movie Super Troopers? Oh, I don't think I have, actually. Perfect. Box checked. <laughs> That's number five okay. down. We're <laughs> killing it. We're doing really well, and we're going to become super fans. Um, I love it. So you'd have to pass a physical and mental exam. Um, the good news is the mental exam just sounds like an SAT. So like shouldn't be the worst thing in the world. It could be like okay. more of a psychological exam. That'd be way worse. Um, yes, it but, would. So there's two options for the physical exam. I love options. Let me read them. Okay. So first option you have is the concept two rower exam. So you'd have to row 2000 meters in less than nine minutes. 2000 meters in less than nine minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say okay. what you have to row, though. I would assume like a kayak. Maybe a kayak. It could be. I mean, if it's if you're just rowing in the gym, that'd be worse. I'd rather they actually put you on the river and be like, yeah, just go. And yeah, maybe, upstream maybe, or downstream is the real question. That's a, that is a really good question. Maybe you catch a nice tailwind and you that yeah. helps you out. That could be great. Um, that is true. But that's option one. Option two is. Uh, you have to do the three event exam. So it's um, 54 crunches in two minutes, 49 push-ups in one point and 1.5 miles in 12 minutes. Mm. Oh, what option are you gonna take there? That's tough. I do. I I do the rowing. I'd, I'd row. 100%. I would row. I'd row. I'd row all day. That'd be the best. Because that's only nine minutes. You just push yourself for nine minutes. You don't have to do like three different things. I'd be exhausted right. after the first one. Right. I'd just power through. Exactly. You get a summer breeze too. Maybe yeah. it could be just a nice day. You got your sunblock on, getting a nice tan. And yeah. that could be great. Okay. So we'd be able to do the row. We can do the physical and mental exam. That'd be fine. And this is the last part. And this is, I think, the most important one. You have to own at least three pairs of khakis. Damn it. <sighs> I traded all my khakis for joggers when COVID happened. Oh, no. We were so close. We were so close. We were really close. And now you don't even have three pairs of khakis. I have two. I have two different colored pairs of khakis. I have so many khakis. I have like, it's the white man staple. If you don't have a pair of khakis, you can't be a white man. Well, hold on. Do khaki shorts count as khakis? I got to look it up to see if it counts. (laughs) Does the length? Because if the length of the khaki doesn't matter, then I'm good. I got a pair of khaki shorts. Hold on, I'm looking it up right now. Does I'm just gonna look up. Does khaki shorts count? (laughs) 
and we'll see what we'll see what it says. First thing it says, and Google will say for what? Um, it says it's the definition of business casual. I'm gonna take that as a yes. We're Texas Rangers, baby. Texas Rangers. Let's go. We should get box seats for free for the rest of the season, and I'll just move out to Texas, and then we'll have the box seats the entire Easy. summer. This is perfect. I'm gonna this I'm is, gonna email them tonight, and I'm gonna let them know that we just passed the test. Um, yes. But speaking of the Rangers, by the way, yeah. Fun fact: Ooh. I posted a video earlier today. MLB sent me an email yesterday. No, wait, okay? really? What? They did. This is kind of this is breaking news. Okay, oh this is this is Willie. Really Are you breaking? The, you're breaking the news on the pod. I'm, this is I'm, amazing. I'm breaking news we have on the, the pod. Exclusive. Exclusive. It's amazing. So MLB sent me an email, mm -hmm. and they said, "Hey, we think you'd be a great fit for our new creator class, and we'd love for you to do a video application and send this in." And at first, I'm like, "This is spam. There's no way this is real." Yeah. And so I emailed back just to see, mm -hmm. and nope. Real chick. Her name's Megan. She's like the manager of create of like creative whatever oh at MLB. God. And I'm like, uh, let me work on this. So I literally posted this like earlier today. Yeah. And I was like, okay, let's see what happens. So there is a potential I may be working with the Rangers oh my sometime God. soon. That'd be awesome. So we're we're hoping for for that to work out because that yeah. would just be phenomenal. That would be incredible. I mean. Yes. Okay, we'll start speaking it into existence now. I'll start saying yes. it every day to make make it happen. But, dude, Perfect. that's awesome. Congratulations even yes. on that offer. Thank man. you. That's so cool. Um, Thank you. That's going to be dope. I'm excited yeah. for you. Um, and I have one last question for you. Thank you so much for your time. Again, we're just kind of running out of time here, sadly. But it's uh, one big question. And yeah. it's something that could it could change the you know trajectory of your life. Uh, I'm here for it. What is the weirdest card in your wallet? The weirdest card in my wallet. Mm -hmm. Hold up. Okay. I do so happen to have my wallet right here. Do you want to just go through my wallet real that's quick? That's a thick boy. That's a thick no. wallet. You got some cards in there, buddy. So a, a lot of it's cash. Uh, <laughs> so let's just go through this real no quick. Um, this my, my sister got this for me during a uh i think christmas and it's a man card it's a literally a metal card it's a man card and it's got a bunch of these like little bible verses on it oh my god that one's great a man card. um that's so funny i have my uh vip pin stacks card so whenever i want to save 10 percent on arcade games at our like local bowling alley that's awesome. that that's one's great, great. Card. that's not even a weird card that's just a great card it's a good card it's yeah. it's really solid um Oh, if we're not talking like specifically cards, but just like things in my wallet, uh -huh. uh, I have kept a Guatemalan banknote oh. in my wallet for the last five years. When did you go to Guatemala? So I went, I've been three times on mission trips. Oh, wow. Yes. That's awesome. And this is a five Guatemalan cues, baby. And their money is really weird. So it feels like plastic. Like it's very weird. It's like oh a, it, it doesn't feel like paper at all. Um, but it takes about seven cues. They're called like quensales or something like that. Okay. Those are right there. Um, I love the You need word. seven. Yes. Seven of those to equal a US dollar. Wow. And let me see if I can find one more just like really wonky thing. Because this really is a thick wallet. It's, um, it's like, so I couldn't it's, believe it's when you pulled it one. out. That was so funny. Dude, I'm just here for the I content. I can't get over That's, the, man, the man card. That's hilarious. You could, 
the good news is you're all set. If anyone's ever like, yeah. hey, uh, do you have your, your man card with you? And be like, boom, here we go. I'm right here. Yeah, I, I think the man card's going to take I have some old gift cards, and I have a... <laughs> it's got to be. I have, it's funny, because like compared to my my weirdest things, maybe be like a Regal Crown Club card, like something like that. <laughs> like that somehow, that's a solid card. One day I went to the movies, and they like, talked to me, somehow swindled me into getting a Regal Crown Club card, and it's there actually been pretty great. <laughs> I've gotten some okay. uh, discounts on popcorn, and popcorn's expensive. There you go. It's a hot popcorn commodity. It is expensive. I don't like it. It is a hot commodity. Spe- I do have a, the... Uh, the debit card for the uh, Texas Wiffle Ball League, which I am the oh, commissioner of, which is really? great. That's yes. So cool. I'm in a fantasy baseball league. Uh, not the same, but similar. Yes. I'm starting one with the baseball team I coach right now. So we really? draft, we're drafting on the 23rd. We're getting a little bit of a late start, but gotcha. very excited nice. for that. Well, I mean, good luck to you on that because that's stressful. I did not realize how stressful it is. This is my first time doing it. It is extremely stressful. Oh, dude. Yeah, it, it's it's tough. It's tough, but most of the, like, all my guys are, like, 15 to 16, and they don't understand the game at all because it's a rec league, and so yeah. I'm going to destroy them. And the loser <laughs> has to do the blazing challenge at Buffalo Wild Wings. Whoa! So, That's amazing. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, I can't wait for that because that's going to be amazing. Uh, yes. I really hope it's you so you can film it and uh, I can see it. Um, Even if it's not me, I might still do it just to be like, oh, yeah, I did this. Yeah, just do the challenge anyway. Yeah. That'd be, I would respect that. That would be a, yeah. that'd be a good move. Um, but, hey, man, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. It's been great. But we will have to have you on again because there's still so much more that I want to talk about that we didn't even get to. And yes, um, I would just love to have you on again, especially when my co-host can be here. and He has a lot of questions he wanted to ask as well. Um, but thank you so much for coming on. We wish you the best of luck with waking up Willie and your, your content creation. Um, and we're just very excited to see what happens with you in the future, man. I've been so honored to be on this and I'm more than happy to hop on anytime you guys want. I will be happy to be with you, your co-hosts and the fern. It's going to be great. Uh, but <laughs> at any point, just, uh, hit my line and, and we can make it happen. So I'm, we'll I'm happy to be a friend of the pod and, we'll do and of uh, course. thank you. Keep it rolling, man. Awesome, dude. All right, well, thank you so much again. We'll talk to you later.